Hello, I'm Rory Bond. Welcome to the Of Scene Magazine first podcast. I'm with Zach. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We are sat on the floor <laughs> of my flat. This is the glamour of this magazine. We're sat on the floor of my flat, both with pillows, because we wanted to get a good sound reach to the microphone. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I'm going to paint... Yeah, this is as rock and roll. I'm going to paint a picture of this flat. Basically, we've got like a futon on one end, a bed some boxes and no chairs so <laughs> if you if you're thinking you know this is studio well, co- <laughs> <laughs> if you think if you're thinking you know oh rory and zach are in the studio <laughs> they're not in the they're not in the studio my neighbor um Probably shouting at his Xbox. He's, he's, if you hear any shouting, of it, just <laughs> we want it to make it really clear that me and Zach are not in danger. <laughs> we will. It's just him shouting his Xbox, and I'm happy for him to shout it. You know, at, at this hour instead of <laughs> instead of three a.m. Right. So back to what we're sort of doing. Zach, do you want to give us an issue, uh, a rundown of issue one, sort of what we're doing with the mag, a bit about us? So it's more of a it sounded like a fucking job interview. <laughs> that's it. What can you bring? to the team, Zach. Pretty much fuck all, <laughs> So I think we started off, why did we start? Because we were pissed off at just reading mindless reviews, really, weren't we? I think so. I think so. So in issue one, we've got a couple of reviews. That sounded like we've come here to fucking... <laughs> yeah, we're just sick of it. We're here to shape things up. That's not the case at all, either, yeah, really. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Well, who do we speak to? Sports team. We speak to their fans, don't we? Speak to their fans. So, the thing to start fan culture is sort of what we're looking to explore more than, you know, you're going to be able to read reviews by people that know more about music than us. I think we know. You can, I think, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a few records. Yeah, yeah. I actually only listen to one song on loop. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, sorry, I've interrupted you. Carry on. No, I think it's just uh, fan-centred... Uh, a fan-centred magazine and looking at the culture rather than just endless reviews, interviews with the bands and that kind of thing. Um, what else do we look at? Uh, the sustainability of vinyl as well. Yeah, this, so that was sort of some, a thing I sort of like pitched to you, wasn't it? I said this <clears throat> this idea that... Um, I think I, it, after I bought, it, uh, I bought the new Fontaine's album. The, the, on the, the double, yeah. Like, what, a, what a waste! <laughs> only because, only because we don't like getting up. <laughs> yeah, no. If anyone could just, I want them to just get like massive. I want vinyls to be massive and all played on one. Everyone has to get a bigger record player. <laughs> just no, I, yeah, no. I, I remember saying to you about the. Um, these the sort of records that we like and they weren't finishing number one in the charts because they were being um, bettered so Sports Team were bettered by Lady Gaga mm. um, Declan McKenna was bettered by um, Rolling Stones that, that yeah. fucking shit band oh, yeah never heard of them never heard of them <laughs> some day trippers called the Rolling Stone yeah. and I, I but they were getting to the top of the vinyl chart mm. um, consistently and I, I said, you know, what is... So there is this this age demographic, I'm assuming. And I think we did back that up with facts that it's under 30s. I mean, by... that's my story. So we just make... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, we just take a lead and hope we can find the data afterwards. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think there's definitely a link, obviously. There's, there's, I mean, for the older generation, obviously, the only way to buy their, vinyl, uh, to buy their records was on vinyl. Yeah. But now recently... You know, 
newer bands uh, are noticing that it's it's there's a resurgence in young people buying records again, and it's a good market to yeah. to kind of target. But in that, you know, obviously vinyl is not the most sustainable kind of yeah material. PVC and, and that. Just, that's yeah. that's what you. Who did you speak to about the? Uh, so we spoke to Deep Vinyl um, Pressings, which are a company from uh, the Netherlands, and they're kind of looking at every aspect of the production, whether that's you know uh, the material itself or the material uh, the material that they're packaged in, transportation yeah. and production. So it's kind of every aspect. There's always a way, you know. In every aspect of everything we do, there's always a way to make it better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, we just took, we spoke to Chris Rorder from from Deep Vinyl uh, Deep, Deep Vinyl Pressings, uh, who spoke us through his process. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And um, we did a bit. I won't give too much of the magazine away because. Yeah. Yeah, there'll well, be a, a fucking point yeah they'll be <laughs> <laughs> they'll be very soon very soon um, so yeah just a bit about a bit further we, we the the fans of sports we spoke to that sort of the fan that was our first real that was our first piece that was that the one yeah. that was really no they're all they're all very exciting just to be they're clear all great. they're all yeah. fantastic <laughs> but the the fans of sports team speaking to that um, you know these sort of like sub cultures that have been born out of bands and I think you mentioned it with idols didn't you in the bit and yeah. I forgot what their the, group, the AF gang so you got there and then the, the camel crew sports team which is what what it spoke to and this sort of community, the, community these is. these bands every band has I'd say, but... I think we're still carrying the flame for Oasis, really, aren't we? No, I'm not fucking carrying the flame for Oasis. (laughs) Can't be honest. Um, (laughs) Anti-masker. But, uh, yeah, yeah, these things... And and that was really interesting, wasn't it? When they got to... That's interesting in its own thing, but getting the album and what they were doing to to get this record to to number one. Yeah, to give it a bit of background, sports teams, debut album, relatively unheard of bands, uh, their debut, and it was all about how their community of diehard fans got their record almost to number one. Yeah. In the album charts, was just beaten by Lady Gaga, and so that in itself again ties in with the other piece of how we came up with the vinyl sustainability. Yeah. It's quite nice, you know. But um, yeah, no. So we spoke to some of the fans and found out why they were doing it. You know, that week particularly in the run up to the charts. Yeah, uh, there were some sales, weren't it? They were pu- they were pushing some sales. <laughs> it's incredible the um, lengths that people were going to. You know, and following that community during the week from its release up into yeah. the charts. That was, you know, that was it was, it was I, phenomenal. I don't. We won't give too much away, like I say. But the. Does it does it engage you a bit more in the charts? Because for me, I don't care about the charts really. But when I saw, I know so Declan McKenna. That, 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 yeah, I don't really. You know, that's not how I what value charts, the music. Yeah. <laughs> what we're putting things into tables now? Why are we putting, Whoa! Don't put anything in boxes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this sort of. You know, it seems to be common that these little small rights, like, you know, fucking lash it on iTunes, three ninety nine album, four ninety nine album, like, let's get it, push it, push it, even if it's, like, top 10, top 20, or, or number one in these cases. Does that keep you a bit more engaged of what's going around? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that, that sort of common goal, or, or the charts in general, or do you still just not give a shit? I think... So, <laughs> I think there's definitely a push for it. I think... Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, I mean... A lot of the time, the charts are mindless, I think, unfortunately. Yeah. Because people... 
you know, with regards to Spotify plays and things like that, I mean, you're not actively. What I mean by that is you're not. A lot of people. Yeah, and a lot of people who will listen to you know music and that kind of thing won't really give a shit about the charts but for the people that are involved in these communities their band it's very personal yeah it's sort of like so, a little badge of honour isn't it yeah exactly 100%. and you know the utter disappointment when they don't get there yeah is it is painful for them it's like you know when I don't know the 30 years at Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> didn't win the league I mean it's exactly yeah but at like least that. I got to be in the stadium to enjoy that. Oh, wait. Ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah, go on. Right, but we're not going. <laughs> um, well, no, that's yeah. another thing. At least you've got to be in the stadium, which, again, is something we can't do at the moment. Yeah, no, no. Which, with regards to music. 100%, 100%. I mean, that's it. Shall we go on? So, that's issue one. Anyway, it's some of issue one. Uh, we spoke a bit about... I've just lost tr- more, so fucking buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I've chatted a bit about like favourite venues, you know, trying mm. to get people involved. I think at this moment, because we'll, we'll tie this in nicely with our last gig that we went to, because I'm a bit patchy about that. Um, but that sort of... Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that longing for like these venues. So I think at this moment, you know, there, there's a certain nostalgia to every venue. Like, I'm not a fan of... Some of them round here, just just you for like. Go to fame in venues before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fan. I'm fan. They're all great, you know. Just 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 uh, architecturally, I'm not a fan of some of them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's it. That's that's all where I stand. All of the people that run them are great and should get involved in our magazine. Obscene magazine <laughs> at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at Obscene Magazine uh, and Instagram Obscene Magazine. <laughs> uh, Zach, do you want to talk us through our last gig, which was February 24th? Was it? February 24th. So we are recording this on uh, the 18th of October. Fucking hell, that's depressing, isn't it? Eight months. Oh, it's such a long time ago, isn't it? It's Christmas soon. Christmas soon. What are you actually, getting? What are you asked for? Because you are just... <laughs> Mainly because I can't remember. The <laughs> <laughs> thing, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about... Uh, and it'd be cool if people could sort of there gig uh, habits rituals superstitions before the gigs yeah yeah not during during. (laughs) I hope people aren't just like fucking rubbing their lucky socks in the encore (laughs) you know what I mean oh god play Wonderwall (laughs) 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 we um yeah so we went we went to see Zuzu at the green door store um Zach's actually wearing his Zuzu shirt I think uh, completely by chance. Actually. Completely by I chance. Just seem to wear it seven days a week. So that's yeah, really yeah. Cool. Well, if we had have, um, if we had have known, I would have bought seventeen. If we had have known, that would have been our last gig. Wow. Would have gone even harder. Twenty-three prints. Um, so <laughs> we got this. Yeah. So so we did. Um, I don't know about you. Like I I object to. I don't object. You know, buying tickets when they go on sale, because. <clears throat> See, the thing, I like to make sure I've I, I'm the opposite. I like... Because I, I think... And this is no disrespect to any, you know, of, of them sort of these size venues or that. But normally it's a case of somebody will have one. 
some somebody will have a sweat. Like in that moment, you join the little Facebook group. Twickets is the best thing that's ever happened, except when we went to Sam Fender. We got, <laughs> I tried for three weeks. I think I got one in I got one in Plymouth. <laughs> um, it's like when I travelled to Newcastle to see Liam Gallagher. Yeah, that's a disaster. But anyway, back to what you were. See, yeah. The thing is, I don't understand why. But we did for this gig. For this gig, like I, I bought two before. Why would you? Why would you chance it though? Well, for me, I think it's kind of, it's it's six months in, and they're getting longer and longer now. So because the oh, well, because the ticket companies and that want to keep your money for long to put it in Monaco and that for six to eight months, I just think that? You're literally paying I know, but how do I know? How do I know where I'm going to be in six months on a Tuesday night mm-hmm. in November? How do you know? So I'm just like, oh well, you know, can you can you do that? You have to get up fucking early. Mm-hmm. Ticketmaster <laughs> always does you over. Then you go on to Live Nation, and I think they're all the same fella. I, I think these things. Just one bloke sat in his bedroom. That's it. So when it, when it goes on sale, I'd... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if it was just a case where I could text someone, can you just, can you just sort it? That's it. Do you, do you know? Yeah, I don't know well, if you have, yeah, if mean, you have this thing. Just to go on your computer and yeah, but you get up early, you know. All oh, right, so I, I spent 50 quid that I'm not going to see till... Yeah, okay, I mean, that's a six months' sense, time. Then, and then, you know, like for. And then, you know, when it comes to Twickets and somebody's getting rid of it for four quid, and you're just like, you know, and the booking fee and all that. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of know what you're saying with if in February there's a gig in November. That's, and that's it how it is, mate. Costs, no, no, but if it costs 60 quid, that's a lot of money to spend at that time. However, if it's £9 to go and see someone at, I don't know, the Green Door store or something. Yeah. Realistically, you're paying now for something you're going to do later, and chances are you're probably going to be in the same place anyway. Yeah, hopefully. Right, so anyway, we get to this thing. <laughs> so, anyway, Zuzu Green Door Store, she's great, isn't she? Mm. Um, we were really, we were really excited for this. Um, and pre, so pre gigs, I don't like to listen to the the artists that I'm going really to see. Good. I like it. I like to starve myself of the tunes a bit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So that you can enjoy it. You feel like you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wear my coat inside all year round. I was wearing my coat during that heatwave because I fucking knew I'd have the last laugh come come October. Uh, yes, we get it. We um, yeah, Green Door Store, February, fucking freezing cold. Listen to all the tunes before, which is something I'd, I'd not normally do. But we had a bottle of vodka. You were fucking skin. I was probably as skin. That's going on there nothing February yeah I sell many t-shirts don't you? nah nah so it's uh, get <laughs> get get to green door store obviously at this the, the business model of three pound cans behind the bar is fucking excellent isn't it I love it and it's fucking class mate were not it brilliant it was good it's well, I mean this is it and the thing is with green door store is it's the anticipation of waiting because <clears throat> if you haven't been to the green door store so essentially it's too it's two rooms, so you walk in and it's it's you're you're in the bar and then through this little hole in the wall with some curtains hanging down you've got the next room that's is I don't know how big is it? Tiny, isn't it? It's, it's really not massive, yeah. But um yeah, so it's two rooms, so you get there in anticipation, a few beers in the bar initially and then it's you know, and then I can't remember who supported. Oh, we weren't there for that mate. Well we're not. No we're chance. There. No chance. Me. As a music podcast, we fully support that you go to see the mm. um, support act. 
but as two people that have had a drink, just fuck it off. <laughs> walk, walk in there two minutes before. Best seat in the house. In fact, even better, just turn up late. Just turn up. Don't even fucking go at all. <laughs> don't even, you know what? Save yourself some money. Sit at home. Listen to it on your phone. Watch it on YouTube the day after. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can live stream fucking everything now, can't you? Well, this has got a choice, it? No. That's um, a tale for another day. Another tale for another day. And then before that, the, la- the last gig before that was uh, with the Sam Fender at the Dome. Well, it weren't, it weren't the last gig, but it's one that we can that recall. Immense, that, was, that was a November one. This is where Twickets did let you down. Well, let me down. I was actually a bit upset, obsessed mm. with Twickets for about three weeks. So this is the thing, had you bought it when it was, you know, bought a ticket when it was coming out? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the one. But I'd say that's one out of hundreds. That's the one out of hundreds I thought, wish I bought that ticket and it came out. Because well, every other time. So, yeah. yeah, just to be clear, we don't work for any ticket selling agencies. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. that was, um... That was great that night, actually. Again, you know, from what I remember, but because it's... The Dome's a beautiful venue, isn't it? You talk about that in your... Yeah, we talk about this in issue one. Just how... So, yeah, it's back to this thing of of two people that have had a drink. The Dome is one of them where you you, you can walk in, if you've got a stand-in ticket, obviously, and uh, you've just got a fucking brilliant seat. You've got a brilliant view at any place in that bowl, haven't you? In that sort of thing. (laughs) And thing about the architecture as well, actually. The ceiling in there. It's a big flower, isn't it? Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's class. I miss that. Which mm. brings us on to the dome reopening. Well, there you actually. go. We'll talk a bit about that. Which we're um, hopefully going to next week. Should be there, Saturday. Saturday. You're looking forward to these? Well, where are you at with the socially distanced well, gig <laughs> thing? That that sort of... I know, I know it's not what everyone wants, and but it's, it's a well, good start, isn't it? It's a positive step. I think the thing is, you know... At this point, you take what you can get, you know, and after the last, well, what was it, six, seven months of not being able to do anything like that, yeah, to then be able to go watch a band, other people, I think, because we should give this a bit of context, I think the, I, we're not entirely sure how it's going to work, I think it's, well, it's all seated, isn't it? I've seen it, it looks a bit like a, um, a school disco. It looks a bit like a school, like musical, like seats out, but like. What school discount did you go to? <laughs> None. You I wasn't invited. For being, <laughs> for being ginger. No. <laughs> it, um, you know, sort of like these red pullouts. I only seen one picture of it in like the thing. So for like where the seat standing area would be, because obviously they've had to make shift, like just chairs, pull them out. You know. I suppose they some sort and of then I think I think the seating area is ones like crossed out. I suppose. Um, like they're doing it at the theatre as well. Can you go to the theatre now? Yeah, I think there's some places in, in, in up in London that you can. What? Do you yeah. want to go and see some theatre? Which? Do you know what, Zach? You talk for a minute. I'm just going to Google and see what theatre productions <laughs> we can go to. Well, no, I think the thing is, it's. Um, I think. Uh, am I? Like, am I looking forward to it? Yes, I am, because it means we can get stuff back in. But then again, the flip side of that is half of the reason you go is to be, it, that sort of thing, is to be just stuck, crammed in there. <laughs> Thousands of other people. Yeah. You know, you can't move, you're all going through the same thing. But the thing is, actually, that's not particularly right for the dome, is it? Because you can, although... Oh, yeah, yeah, not the dome. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, fit hundreds of people in there. 
it's so accessible. If you're not feeling like being right at the front, you stand at the back, it's great. Seats around the back, you know, go out to the bar. It's really good. It's one of those venues that really does it all, actually. Yeah, I think so. And obviously where, where you're, you're next to, just to, to be honest, that's the perfect corner of town for me. Where sort of the lanes meet and London Road meet, you're literally on that corner. So mm. if you can, uh, I mean, you have to do all, all the queuing and bollocks and that. So yeah, on a well, Saturday night, so it might, be, we'll probably end up having a fucking drink in well, it's the Hove is, before. Yeah, yeah, right. I think the thing is, this is the other aspect of it. Is everybody, you know, how's that going to work? Are they going to tell you to turn up at a certain time? Are they going to say, you know, do this, do that? How's it going to work when you're inside? Are you then going to have to, you know, stay in your seat when if you want to go to the bar? Do you have to order from? I was going to say, so some sort bar? of like maybe there's just a shot girl going round. <laughs> just a shot girl going round. <laughs> Three for five. Yeah, you come on. Yeah, you come on. No, I think we'll have to... I'll have to say that. Yeah, we'll have to go and check it out. Yeah, 100%. Looking forward to it, though. Um, and that is, they're doing that for four Saturdays. What One is gone. Um, last night, Yeah, at time of recording. Last night. So, yeah, yeah three... Last night, if you'll listen to this in five years for some very... Serious. Yeah, well, when we're big and famous and you start listening to them at the start, this is, uh, this is where it all began. I've got a mansion now. Um, Twelve <laughs> swimming pools I've got. <laughs> and he <laughs> and he just uses one to piss in to turn the to turn the uh, chlorine dark blue. Um, <laughs> rock and roll. Rock and roll. Uh, Zach, we're going to finish off on uh, what are you listening to? What are you? What's yeah, what's you know currently what? going going round the the turntable? Going round the Spotify? You don't pay for Spotify, do you? No, so back. you just see. So oh, you got it back now. Yeah. You were just listening to ads, weren't you, for one month? Yeah, it's great that car insurance is. I know where I stand on that. Yeah, I mean we're trying to get we're trying to get this podcast sponsored by Audible or Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone so wants to? Uh, anyone that's on Audible or Squarespace and wants to get involved. Yeah, no, go on, sorry. Um, so um, do you know what I was listening to again the other day? It's, we spoke about it earlier actually. That Fontaine's album, the new one. Yeah. A Hero's Death. You're not a fan of that, are you? Ah, uh, you, you, you know what? This is, I hate to be the ignorant second album listener, but I'm the ignorant second album listener. I'm like, it's not dog rule, it's not I want. And it's this thing of like, normally I like I like mature with the band, but this one I just wanted more, more dog rule. I wanted dog yeah. rule too. I would say that, you know, <clears throat> in the sense that dog rule was an album that you could go through and cherry pick tracks, yet at the same time listen to all together and it sounded great yeah, it worked yeah. as a sequence but you know there are there are so many strong tracks off that album whereas A Hero's Death the second album there's still kind of flickers and there's still influences of that like you know Televised Mind for example yeah yeah 100% and you know that, that's, a tr- that's a song you can listen to individually whereas that album worked better I'm aware I sound like a complete knob yeah yeah that album works so much better if you Listen to it from start to finish. It just makes yeah, the whole sense. piece. Yeah, 100%. I think. But, um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a cracking album. I and think I they think did. They did. I, th- I think it was televised. Mind you, know where they did when it was proper lockdown, mm. and they recorded one separately. And the lead singers in like this beautiful like by like the Irish Sea or somewhere, mm. just with a microphone out, and that's better than the album version. I thought I can't remember if it's televised mind or um, the other tune. It's funny how that works. Um, yeah, these, these, 
Yeah, I'm really into the, them lockdown recordings that we're all sort of like sick of now. But at yeah, the time, I mean, at the time, it's like really interesting to see. And you know, the bass players in a caravan somewhere, and they're all they're all in separate. The thing places. is with those now is it's getting a little tried. Like everyone's kind of done it now. Yeah, yeah, there's so much you can you can do. And when everyone was pushing their albums back, obviously, and which is a thing they had to do. Um, well, this is it. And I think. It's again going back to that thing I was saying about the venues, you know, <clears throat> the same applies here. It's kind of, it is making the best out of a bad situation. Yeah. But yeah, no, another band yeah. I want to talk about actually, just really quickly, is a band called Lime from around here. One tune. They've got one tune, but it's one got 64,000. You told me about this, yeah. 64,000 plays on Spotify. What's right? the tune called? It's called Surf and Turf. We'll put it in our podcast description. We'll, we'll put everything we've practically spoke about, we'll put in. The description, so if it, uh, and we'll put the time that we talk about it. So. Surf and Turf will be on the, uh, is on the is on the playlist as well. Actually, that's I've seen magazine playlist one, and there'll be a there'll be a link. What about you? What are you listening to? Tell you what, man, I'm going hard on that that lady that I can't pronounce her name. That Bida Booby, Bida Booby, right now. This this come up in uh, do you know what? it might come up in Facebook ads. So if you're Working at Dirty Hit in the Facebook ads department, I can confirm <laughs> that you got yourself a sale. Um, yeah, man, listen to that, and it is, it's mega. She's mega. Mm. Um, and I was, like, I was like, this is her second record as well. She's 20. What is it you like about her? Everything. I like the whole, fuck it. Apparently, apparently somebody, somebody said that they, they weren't into... I haven't listened to the first album, mm. so I can't say. The, the third track, I think it's called, like, dye your hair or dye it red or something like that mm. it's just mega it's just that moody not moody there's a there's a couple of i mean she's got a tune about her self-harm mm. about being cheated on i'm like fuck me she's li- lived like some life and uh i think she's from the philippines i'm gonna i think from the philippines as well so it's just, it's just a fucking cracking sound that's what i'm into and then before that it was uh declan mckenna's second album just got absolutely ruined. I think you burnt a hole in the vinyl. I've burnt. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like the first album of him. I was like, I was like semi-arsed. I thought it had some. It had some. Like the first half of that album mm. was what I went to see at Concord too. And this is another example of not buying a ticket before you go, because I searched Declan McKenna ticket. And a girl from Norway was selling her e-ticket for less than face value, and I had a cracking evening. It was really good, and I was I, I went into this gig like expecting nothing, which is always the best. Sometimes you know you're just so excited, and it can never live up to what you want them to do. Something because when you're that thing, you know you, your space isn't right, so you, you're next to someone who mm. farts. You, you, you know you're in that. It can never look... When you go in with the case of, like, I'm just going for it, like, you treat it as if you're going to see a movie. And I think if you go, oh, you know, it was 15 quid, it was a nice walk. Actually, it wasn't a fucking nice walk. It was pissing it down. <laughs> and that Madeira Drive, when it's pissing it down, is not the one. Um, but that, and eat... Like, I've, I've never seen, in a venue that size, the audience were, like, eating out of his hand. Mm. Like, really. And I'd seen Jade Bird a couple of nights before... And the audience yeah, were literally cool. having a scrap. And it was, if you know Jade's Bird's music, you're like, what the fuck is I'm going on here? On Radio X, actually. Oh, she, she, uh, she booted somebody out, uh, which I'd never seen. Like, literally, but we're not doing that. You know, stop that. Like, what, they're doing fighting at the front? No, no, no. It, it, I think they were just, like, heckling her. 
Jade Bird, mm. the nicest human being probably in at least this planet. Well, at least in that room at that point. Yeah, at least in that, <laughs> yeah, at least, yeah, 100%. Then in front of me, I was like, you know, and it's like middle-aged, like, women and their husband having physical fights. Yes. And now, Jade Bird went on at like 9.45, which I'll be like, that is a strange, that was a strange quite time. Late, That's it? quite late, but equally, we're all grown-ups. So I don't know what happened there. But I don't think she'll be coming to Brighton again. I don't know. I, I think she's had enough, which is a weird one. So thank you to whoever that was. <laughs> yeah, well nice one. Fucking idiots. Idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah, back to Techno McKenna. So yeah, second album come out. Honestly, one of them. Um, and we'll talk about it in, an, in another podcast about what I think of this year mm. of music. Because, um, yeah. yeah. You know, this year for everything, isn't it? I think there's been the, th- the things I was looking forward to disappointed me, and the things that I weren't expecting anything from on have that, been incredible. It's, this is exactly it. And on on that, um, I remember when DMA's played in Brighton a couple of de- a couple of years ago, and it's, it's a similar thing to what you were saying about when you don't expect anything. Yeah, that's usually when you find the best things. And it's <clears throat> DMA's are playing in Brighton. I'd only heard one track from them, mm. and my mate said. Come on, we're going to go down, you know, DMAs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, like, oh, I can't be bothered, you know, whatever. Like, he goes, you know, come on, honestly, you'll love it. It's right with your like, yeah. sort of thing. It's amazing how much fun you can have for 20 quid, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? And it's like, so we went down there, and I remember being stood, like, just, just, just to the side, just to the front to the side, and they played Play It Out, and I'm, my brain almost fell out my ears. <laughs> oh, my God, I thought, what is this, man? Like, yeah. It was... It was, yeah, phenomenal. I think that's it. So, yeah, Declan McKenna, Zeros, anyway. Um, fantastic. From start to end, fantastic. A bit, sounds like a bit spacey, but it's nothing like his first album. Uh, and, and that got to number two. So I think that's sort of what inspired the vinyl piece that I pitched to you to write, because I'm not fucking writing it, um, <laughs> which was sort of the these sort of core communities. And the second album as well, really good. Uh, anything else to add to episode one Just of the Off Scene For anyone podcast. looking to get involved with any writing, yeah. or if you have any art, if you have a story to share with us, or a big thing actually, so we're running a feature in our magazine that is Venues That Made You, Roy's kicked it off with a love letter to Brighton down this, in this issue. Uh, doesn't have to be, sorry to interrupt you, doesn't have to be Brighton based, if you're listening to this in Scunthorpe and you've got a great little venue that holds 25 people. And you reckon you can whip something together. Yeah, we can get some shit to you in exchange. We don't know what that's going to be. Who knows? We'll make it. Some stickers. Yeah, it might just be an envelope of loose change. (laughs) A photo of both of us. Yeah. That sounds great, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Loose change. (laughs) If you you just hear the postman, just that little ching of loose change pop through. (laughs) You know, you're an obscene magazine. That's it. That's it. Uh, You can have a free night... Um, in a studio apartment in Brighton. I'll be next to... I'll be in the... You can have the foot on. Uh, that's a, We're going to market that as you know, a weekend away, right? It'll just be me, you and Zach at the mash tub. No, we can't afford that anymore. But we're going to Weatherspoons. That's what we're trying to do. We're not... We don't endorse... Weatherspoons, unless they want to sponsor the podcast. In which case, download the Weatherspoons app. Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Obscene Magazine. Uh, you can find us looking much better on Instagram <laughs> at Obscene Magazine. We're not doing Facebook at the minute because we don't we don't know what we want that to be. 
I want to start a Facebook group where you can comment and share memes instead of like a Facebook page, which, you know, everyone's nan will like and just, you know, that sort of thing's not constructive. Not and, 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 and listens to this. If your nan does want to get involved... If your nan wants to get involved, just, so. just uh, Instagram at Obscene Magazine. Email is obscenemagazine at gmail.com. Um, and thank you very much for listening. Thanks a lot.